0: Well, we've got reason to celebrate once again because it is finally Friday, as the great George Jones would have said. Welcome back to Any Given Friday. My name is Justin Hubbard. I am the sports editor of Lake Coney News. Today is Friday, March 13th, Friday the 13th, uh, here on episode 26 of Any Given Friday. Usually, I am joined by Will Petty, who is the editor of the Ballin' Bulletin. Unfortunately, Will had a ton on his plate this week. Could not find a time to meet up and record this episode, so uh, just like a couple of weeks ago, I'm flying solo. I don't like missing weeks with the podcast, if I could help it, so uh, you just got me to deal with this week, which means, of course, we're going to be kind of limited with the opinions here. Always like feeding off of somebody else, but uh, like I said, Will just uh, had a little too much on his plate this week. Certainly understand that. He's a busy guy running an entire newspaper, so... Yeah, I I don't know exactly where this is going to go. It's probably going to be among our shortest episodes ever because there's really one big, big topic that I'm going to touch on and uh, then, of course, dive into a little bit of professional wrestling because as any of you who listen to our show know, we love our pro graps here on any given Friday. That big topic that I mentioned is, of course, the coronavirus. Uh, This is something that is not just prevalent in the sports world, it's not just prevalent in the United States. This is a global uh, phenomenon, a global situation, a global emergency. Uh, Maybe that's a little too strong of a word, I'm not sure, but it seems to me like there's certainly reason enough to be concerned about this on a global scale. And over the last 48 to 72 hours, the coronavirus situation has really taken a hold of the sports world. Uh, We have learned that the ACC Men's Basketball Tournament and the SEC Men's Basketball Tournament and several other conference basketball tournaments have been canceled as of this recording. Uh, We know that the NBA, MLS, and NHL have all suspended their seasons for the time being. Uh, not really a timeline to return to those games yet, and nothing is official, but as of this taping, it certainly seems like the NCAA is going to step in and postpone slash cancel this year's men's basketball tournament. Of course, that usually follows the uh, conference tournaments that I just mentioned, but uh, if there are no conference champions, it's kind of hard to set a uh, broad-based uh, tournament field, so really, really crazy times right now. Major League Baseball has currently suspended spring training activities and uh, the expectation as of this recording is that that will take place now and then the regular season will be pushed back to a later date. So there's a lot of things up in the air, a lot of schedules to figure out, a lot of maneuvering, a lot of changes that are going to have to be made. It's not just affecting the sports world. I mean, as of Thursday, we learned that A Quiet Place 2, which is an upcoming movie, and Fast and Furious 9, another upcoming movie, will both be postponed for their release. So, I mean, this is, this coronavirus has completely taken over our our daily lives for the time being. It's affecting us here in Lake Country. There is an isolation campus, I guess you'd call it, set up inside Harleybor Creek Park, up in Rutledge, in Morgan County, so Things are starting to really uh, ramp up as far as the United States' effects from coronavirus, and we'd be remiss here on this show if we didn't bring it up because it is, uh, by and large, the biggest uh, news story in the world, and right now it's the biggest sports story in the world, too. Uh, the world of NASCAR is being affected, too. We We learned just before we came on here to record that NASCAR's next two races, which are this weekend just up the road at Atlanta Motor Speedway, and next weekend down at Homestead, Miami. Those will both be contested without fans in the grandstands. So, uh, going to be a, a unique experience there. NASCAR is, in my summation, among the best sports when it comes to athlete and fan you know, contact and Uh, connections and whatnot that as part of the reason NASCAR is one of at one time was one of the fastest growing sports in the country is because of that connection that the the fans feel to their favorite drivers and the drivers uh, in general so that is uh, that is going to be a very very unique change and I'm really curious to see how it looks on TV how um, the drivers react Yeah, I mean, Victory Lane is going to be kind of boring at this point, I would imagine. There's going to be the crews and stuff, but um, I'm really, really excited to see how that's going to look. Obviously, it's disappointing that this thing has become such a big problem that these preventative measures had to be taken. But um, I'm really curious to see how this plays out, not just for NASCAR, but all these other sports. Because, as I said earlier, there are a lot of things up in the air. And it's, this is not going to be an overnight thing. This could very well last for the next, I don't know, two or three weeks. So I'm really, really interested in seeing how all of this works out over the, the coming days and weeks, possibly months, God forbid. So we're, we're, I, don't, I don't know what that means for the future of our podcast, because, of course, we, we talk about you know college and professional sports, and if they're not playing, we don't really have anything to talk about. We just don't really know what exactly this is all going to lead to, how long it's going to last, all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah, kind of kind of interesting times, unpredictable uh, times for sure. All of this is really, really unprecedented, and it's really uh, intriguing to see it all play out. And looking at all of this as a sports fan, of course, I'm disappointed that these things are at least temporarily being taken away from us. But I got to set my hat to all these organizations, these officials, and whoever else was involved with the decisions here to postpone these games or cancel these games, whatever the case. This is a big deal, and we certainly want to do our best to keep things limited and not have this become an even worse situation. And uh, with that in mind, I just want to implore everybody to you know, use common sense and uh, stay clean, stay safe out there. And... Hopefully this thing will blow over much sooner than later. The world of wrestling is of course not immune to the coronavirus and its effects. Uh, As of this recording, tonight's Friday Night Smackdown will take place as scheduled, but uh, the WWE has said that every other event moving forward will be decided on a case-by-case basis. That includes, I would imagine, WrestleMania 36 coming up in just a few weeks in Tampa. I'm you know, if if we can go the drastic route of of postponing NBA games, MLS games, NHL, and MLB, I don't think WrestleMania is gonna be excluded from that. I think there's the very real possibility that this year's WrestleMania will have to be either rescheduled or moved to a different location. I, I really am curious uh, about the approach that is going to have to be taken with that event because unless things really get dialed back in the coming weeks and days, really, it's going to have to be very, very immediate. I don't see how that show goes unaffected. And pro wrestling shows thrive on fan experience, fan involvement. And uh, it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens with WrestleMania this year. And speaking of WrestleMania, this past Sunday night, WWE held its uh, Elimination Chamber pay-per-view event. Uh, Will was very excited to come on and talk about this show. He, he watched it and had some thoughts, but again, just unable to do it this week with his schedule. Um, but I, I, I could give you my perspective on it. Uh, just to run down the results really quick, Daniel Bryan defeated Drew Gulak in a singles match. Andrade defeated Humberto Carrillo to retain the U.S. Championship. The Miz and John Morrison retained the SmackDown Tag Team Championships inside the Elimination Chamber. Kind of surprised me. You know, I think I mentioned this on last week's show with Will. I really felt like this was a point that the WWE would put the championships on the Usos. They've really booked them stronger ever since they returned. And they didn't go that route. I'm kind of surprised by that. I felt like this would be a title change one way or another. But I'm not too, too disappointed. I do like The Miz. John Morrison brings a lot to the table. I think if they present these guys better in the coming weeks, I will be better sold on their reign, on their partnership. But I'm not, I'm not dissatisfied, but I was a little bit surprised that these guys escaped with their championships in tow. Alistair Black defeated AJ Styles in a no-disqualification match. The OC got involved with that match, as did The Undertaker a little while later. I'll bring that up in a moment. The Street Profits retained the Raw Tag Championships against Seth Rollins and the man formerly known as Buddy Murphy with a little bit of interference by Kevin Owens. You know, Just a quick thought here. Will and I have discussed this in the past. They are really, really running Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens into the ground. I should not be bored of those two guys. Those guys are two of my favorites. They are two of the best stars in the company Everything those guys are doing should be entertaining and it should not be repetitive. But this is bland, boring, repetitive, all of that. And it's really a disservice to both of those guys and to the other players involved. And I've got my fingers crossed this thing finally comes to an end at WrestleMania. I'm done hoping that it'll be over before then, but maybe by then we'll finally get the blow off. Braun Strowman dropped his Intercontinental Championship to Sami Zayn in a three-on-one match. I felt like... Uh, this match would have ended with all three. If those, if one of those three guys had won, I felt like they would all kind of, you know, quote, unquote, share the title. But the way they're approaching this is that Sami Zayn is the title holder himself. And I am perfectly fine with that. I really like Sami Zayn. I mentioned last week that I felt like he, Cesaro, and Shinsuke Nakamura, through their partnership, has they've all really been marginalized. I think this is a good opportunity to really help him break out, Sami Zayn break out again and become a big star on his own. Unfortunately, this this further devalues Braun Strowman. Um, he finally gets a, an individual title, and it's almost immediately taken away from him. I don't know where they go from here with him, but they at this point, I'm kind of done getting my hopes that Braun Strowman will be a featured attraction in the WWE. It's, it's just too much to hope for at this point. Kind of like Bray Wyatt, as I mentioned last week. They kind of ruined Bray Wyatt too, one too many times for me recently, and unless they prove otherwise, I'm I'm done hoping that they will get it right with those two guys. And finally, in the main event, Shayna Baszler, very predictably but also very appropriately, won the Women's Elimination Chamber match. She will face Becky Lynch one-on-one for the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania 36, if it does go on without a hitch. And I guess it kind of leads me to Monday's Raw. Becky Lynch opened the show Everybody who listens to this show knows that Will and I, we are huge fans of Becky Lynch. And she absolutely knocked it out of the park with her show opening promo. It was straightforward. It was tough. It was direct. It was exactly the type of promo that she needs to give on a regular basis and that this program, this feud, this storyline needs to progress forward into WrestleMania. I thought it was great. It was a fantastic way of opening the show, and I am very, very excited to see where this feud goes from here. The other big women's feud is, of course, between Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, He did up again Monday night with Ripley coming out and and dropping Charlotte in a little little, uh, war of words there. I'm really getting excited for this match. I was excited when it was first teased, but the work that these two women have done has been pretty incredible. And much like Lynch versus Baszler, this is starting to feel like a marquee cannot miss match. Well, I mentioned AJ Styles and Aleister Black's match featured involvement by The Undertaker. Uh, that was you know the second or third chapter in this ongoing AJ Undertaker feud, uh, headed toward a match at WrestleMania. And on Monday, AJ Styles came out to the ring and cut a scathing promo against the Undertaker, kind of you know trying to goad him into coming out and, and accepting a match against Styles. I love the confidence that Styles showed. I love how he worked in a few different little things there, calling the Undertaker old and broken down. I love that approach to this. It, it's a it's a new a new twist on the Undertaker you know showcase WrestleMania match, and I really like what they're doing so far. I'm excited to see. What if anything the Undertaker says as a follow up? I think they kind of opened the door to chip away at this you know quote unquote dead man persona. Uh, me personally, I was always kind of a fan of the biker Undertaker gimmick. I know that's an unpopular opinion, but I would like to see you know the Undertaker here on his in his Twilight <laughs> run. I'd like to see him be able to show a little bit more personality, and I think this this program against AJ Styles kind of opens the door to do that. And finally. I don't care what anybody says. This is the best story going in professional wrestling today. Edge returned Monday night and attacked Randy Orton, dropping Orton with an RKO, and then uh, beating up MVP with steel chairs the same way the Edge beat up, or excuse me, the same way that Orton beat him up a couple of months back. This this story is just hot fire right now. It is, it is incredibly well told. It's well paced, too. I don't feel like it's been rushed. I don't feel like anything's really been drunk, you know, dragged out too long. And both of these guys are absolutely bringing it. Beth Phoenix brought it a couple weeks ago. Even Matt Hardy before then. He's no longer with the company. He's out of this story. Even he did a really good job uh, those few weeks that he would come out and confront Orton. I am totally invested in this program. I love what they're doing. And I think this match could very well, very well steal the show at WrestleMania. And I'm just, I'm really excited to see the next chapter. This is the best thing going on Raw. Close second is Becky versus Baszler, but you know, I'm really, really pleased with what the WWE is doing with this story. And I, like I said, I cannot wait to see what's next. Well, folks, that's going to do it for this week. I told you it's going to be a short episode. There's not a whole lot to talk about as far as a variety of topics go. The coronavirus is the headliner, of course. And we had to throw in some WWE talk just because we love it so much here on any given Friday. Again, stay safe, you know, put yourself in good situations and, and let's all try to do our part to cut down on this coronavirus and, and help it, you know, kind of be contained and, and hopefully fingers crossed, all prayers are that this thing dies down sooner than later. And, and we'll be able to get back to some normality in regular life and in the sports world. And hopefully some of this will be resolved sooner than later. Well, until next time, and again, with, with all of our, our uh, sporting events being cut down due to the virus, we don't know when the next time will be. But until then, we appreciate you listening, and we hope you'll, you'll stay tuned to our next episode. Thank you for listening to Any Given Friday, the official podcast of Lake Country Sports. Check back next week for another brand new episode.